Good evening, good evening, and welcome to Your Voice, Your Power. I am Anika Wilson, and tonight I have an amazing woman on the call tonight that has the luxury of sharing her passion and her vision for women with us. So get ready, buckle up, and listen up, because I have Miss Sherry on the line. Hi, Sherry. Hi, Anika. How are you? I am good. How are you? I'm doing great, great. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to have you because you have a specialty that I am learning is actually more needed than I ever imagined. And I'm not, I'm not too far from needing it myself. So can you tell the listeners what it is that you specialize in and who it is that you work with and how you came about um, your, your passion? Absolutely. Well, my consulting firm is Rise Consulting, and our mission is to empower women. And more specifically, my passion is women entering and over 50. We are in what I call, and hope soon will be a movement, our second act season. We are still here. We're loving, thriving. We're empty nesters, entrepreneurs going into a different profession after retirement, we are still a force to be reckoned with. And so I, I designed Rise Consulting and Second Act Season to empower women to live life boldly and be resilient by act, which is attitude, creating the life that you want and taking action and providing them with tools to do so. Can you tell me what ACT stands for again? Yes, it, it stands for attitude, creating the life that you want, and taking action. So it's funny that you say that because my new favorite word in my vocabulary is execution. Because I was that dreamer that, you know, had all these visions all my life, but never, never put any of them to use. And you, you say that the second ACT season empty nesters and after retirement age is what you focus on. Tell me how it is that you come about determining what actions to take in that season of your life. Say I'm a woman that's around 45 and you know, I'm, I'm having a little bit of grief because I know that my children are getting older and that my job may be coming to an end, or I'm finally sick and tired of that that meantime job that I've been content with for these years and just been going through the motions and doing it because that's my comfort zone. What, what kind of steps do I take in creating that life and changing my attitude? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, sure. Well, one thing that, and, and I'll share my own experience, I think what starts is, is that rising in your spirit of just knowing that this isn't the life that I wanted. And, and being unhappy, there's this, I'm sorry, statistics that show that out of the population, there's 51% of women that make up the United States. And out of that, women are now being unhappy more than they ever have. And that's because we, we put so much focus on other people. 
We put more focus on our children, our place of, of work, um, our, our parents, because a lot of us are even in that sandwich season where we're taking care of not only our, our parents, but our families. And we're, we're spending less time on feeding what we are passionate about. And so the one thing that, that I find that where women come to this place is, is that burning desire that's in their spirit of knowing that this, this isn't the life that I desired. And, and how do I get there? Well, or I'm sorry, how do you change that? And how you go about changing that is just through a shift of your mindset. You know, and some of it may be your surroundings, the people that you may be around, or maybe just coming to that realization on your own spiritually of just knowing that this is just not the life that I want. And for me, that came through being in a marriage that I was just in for 18 years. I stated that marriage based off of the, the norms that were presented to me by my parents. And I, I, I knew in my spirit that I wasn't happy, but I felt like I had to prove something different. I wanted a different life for my children, or I, I wanted to prove something that I wasn't the way that my mother was. And ultimately, I wound up being just as unhappy until I, I really surrendered to this is the life that I, I don't want. And I know that there is something better for me. I just have to, to surrender to the process. and and self-mastery and begin those steps to, to be happy and to find that joy. And through that, um, it, was, it was difficult. It took some time of being alone, meditation, a lot of time with God, and, and just really being alone and being in that space of really getting to know myself loving myself and having that affair with myself and discovering who I was independent of those dynamics of being a mother, being a wife, being an HR professional, you know, and, and even through that, uh, I discovered that, wow, through these experiences, I, I have an opportunity to make a contribution to other women. And so I went to graduate school and obtained my master's degree in professional counseling but because counseling was so, how should I say, we, we sit in the pain in, in counseling, but I was more solution focused and, and I, wanted to, I wanted to get people passionate about life. So life coaching I felt was more of my lane or my calling. And so I surrendered to that and, and here I am. It's so funny, I'm over here laughing because you, you're talking about counseling and that's what I was in. And you know, I took the psychological perspective because I wanted to, to do the testing and I wanted to break down and, and to dig to find out what the problem was to help people find a solution. And even in the field of counseling, you know, I, I've, I've, I've been, you know, on the fence about pursuing my education in the field because it's different than coaching. And I think I've come to the realization that coaching gives you a different power because you're able to walk with the person. And I need you listeners to understand me. Many people struggle with why you need a coach versus going to therapy versus other alternatives. And the key is having somebody walk with you. 
because it's different yeah. to have somebody to walk with you, especially somebody who has been there mm -hmm. and somebody that can talk to you on a transparent, raw, spiritual, emotional level with no judgment, but with wisdom and guidance. And that is what is missing in, mm -hmm. in a lot of fields and in a lot of professions. And even in the helping professions, that is missing. You know, you have people who sit here and tell you what's going on, but a lot of times they're not telling you how to fix it, you know? And for most times, you know what the problem is because you, Sherry, even talked about duplication of duplicating generational curses and how we say we're not going to do the things that we see. And we, we call ourselves doing everything in our power to do it differently, whether it be marriage and education and how we raise our kids and all these things. And then you wake up one day and you're 50 and you're saying that you figured out, okay, listen, I had the revelation. Let me help everybody else come to this revelation. You know that no matter what, you still have purpose. If not, it's just beginning. You know, you have taken care of everybody else. You've raised the kids. Yeah, and, and for so many of us. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm sitting here looking at you because you're older than me, but not by too much because I, you know, I hit 35 and I started having, I told everybody a midlife, midlife crisis because I was like, ooh, I'm not in my 20s anymore. I should have had this all figured out by now. And it's still a mess. And you know what? And the thing about being in your 50s or entering into your season of 50 is you view it from a different perspective of, yeah, I should have been at that place, but you know what? It's okay because there's still life ahead. So you're a little bit, you're a little kinder to yourself, but you're even a little bit more bolder, you know, in making those decisions about those next seasons or those next steps that you want to take in life because at this point in this season it's really all about you and what's going to bring joy to your life and you know it's interesting you say that because i'm sitting here kind of envious of you because you know you have raised your kids and your kids are grown but at the same sense you're saying it's all about you because you no longer have an excuse you know a lot of us hide behind our roles as wives as siblings, as parents. I know for me, everything that I did was tied to being a mother. I would always volunteer in the kids ministry because that kept me to facing my challenges as a woman and my insecurities of standing on my feet as a woman. And when I decided to start my business, I said, you know what? It's my time. It's not time to hide as their mom. It's not time to be a correction officer or a therapist or anything else. It's time to be an equal. Mm -hmm. And, and I can see what you're saying when you talk about that, because I can see in your fifties that you have that level of confidence that is so different because you have the wisdom, you have the sense of accomplishment, but you also have, you have life lessons that you have learned that you can reflect on and you reflect on them a little bit differently than you do with the earlier stages of life, because we're still beating ourselves up before we get there, you know, but like you said, you're kinder to yourself and you're saying it's okay because you're still running the race. And if not, your momentum is just now stabilizing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Even, even in, in, in business, a lot of us are, are starting businesses. Some of us are even retiring from the job that we thought we were supposed to have to the jobs that we love. We, we're here and we're loving. We're, we're, some of us are 
widows and, or marrying again. Some of us have divorced and loving again, dating again, because we're in that place where we're more confident, we're more aware, and, and we're just more grounded. What do you say to the woman that has fear of, I know so many women that are in the meantime because of the fear of leaping, whether it's in a relationship. You know, I know so many single moms that won't date. I was one of them out of that fear of failure because you feel like you've done it wrong and that you just don't trust the process anymore and you don't even want to do it. What is your advice to a woman, say, in her 40s or 50s who is lost in their role at the time or, or, or confused in the transition? What, what is your advice to them to get them to overcome that fear and to leap? What I would say is you have to look fear in the, you have to stare it in the face and you have to shift that mindset because that's one thing that God has not given us, the spirit of fear. And, and you have to surrender it. But, you know, you have to also be comfortable in yourself and learn yourself and sometimes that takes just that time of being alone being in prayer and meditation and learning who you are fear is fear is something you have to stand in front of and take that risk sure you may fail the first time but there's a lesson to learn in that and as long as we're still living and loving and learning there's always something to be learned so I just say, take the risk, love, learn. That business that you want to start, start it. Sure, you may fall or something may happen where it may not have turned out the way that you had hoped that it would, but there's a lesson in that. You do it just a little differently the next go round, but never give up on yourself. Never give up on yourself. And you say you do it differently the next time around. And tell me what you mean by that, because you call it the second act, which I love, and the second season, which I love. Um, and you talk about health, wealth, wisdom, sex, relationships. Tell me what you think. You said confidence is different, but what is your your... I guess, what is the aha moment that made you decide that this is your niche to talk about this season of life? Why, why that topic? Okay, sure. Yeah. Well, during the time that I was going through my divorce, I was tied to another individual for over 20 years. And I didn't really know who I was independent of that. And when I spent that time by myself and learning that I had to reestablish myself independent of that relationship, sure, I, I, I went to meetup groups. I, I had to learn to even something as minimal as budgeting. I had to even learn how to do that on my own independent of, of my partner. Uh, but I, I had to just really learn myself all over again. And was it difficult? Was I fearful? Because I wasn't sure that I, I could do it. Absolutely, absolutely. But that's really where my spiritual foundation came in 
and the support of my girlfriends. And, and that's something else too, that's really, really key is to surround yourself around people. And, and it could be, it could be men, but let me tell you, the women, I tell you, we are, we, we love each other unconditionally. And there are so many women that, that went through some of what I had experienced and were just there for me to encourage me and to empower me and to drop those, those nuggets of wisdom onto me to just help me through that season. And by the time it was over, yeah, it, it took a little time for me to, to get back out there to, to be the Sherry that wanted to date, that wanted to meet someone or that wanted to start a business. But I had to believe in myself. And, and it just took time to do that. Yeah, there were lonely days, there were lonely nights, but through prayer and meditation and the support of my friends and my family, time healed that. And I was able to move past that. There's two things that you talked about that I want you to elaborate on. One, solitude, because a lot of women are scared to be alone by themselves, like in their own minds or in their own, in a relationship with their self. And I heard you say have an affair with yourself earlier. I want you to elaborate on that. And also the power of your spirituality and how it clarified your purpose. Sure. That solitude, that moment that I had, it was a year. I, I allowed myself a year from the time that I divorced um, until the time that I decided, okay, it's time for you. To, and, and ironically, it really wasn't me that made that decision on my own. My daughter came to me and said, okay, mom, this isn't you. You're such an extrovert. You love people. When are you going to get off the couch? <laughs> and so maybe that was, you know, out of the mouth of babes. You know, maybe I looked at that as, okay, okay, Lord, you know, I have been just so entrenched in just me and my relationship with God and connecting just on a deeper level and just going inside and learning from the experience that I had. I, I have known my, my former husband since I was 11 and he was 13 because our family dynamic, um, we grew up together. And so there was a long history of, of just interacting with that person. And so to detach from that, it took a little time and a lot of soul searching and, and me even owning some of, of the demise, you know, just kind of checking myself and things that I needed to do. And okay, you're going to go right back out here. You need to know or you need to check yourself on certain things that, you know, you need to work on. And so I spent that time in doing that, working on, on myself to prepare myself for loving me better. And in the event that, you know, God presents me with, with Boaz, that, that I'm prepared to, to be that help me that, that he wants as well, or God has, has sent me to be as well. So I needed to spend that time with myself. You know, we get scared of, of silence and being alone. And, you know, we really have to step out of that. It's, it's, it's something new and it's something unknown, but we have to step out of that. And that's the thing, I think, that fear that holds us back because we're so comfortable of being around other people that 
being by yourself, you think, oh my goodness, you know, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to go to the movies by yourself. But you know, if you just take the risk and if you just, just step out there, surrender yourself and step out there because God isn't going to let you fail because we're here to live an abundant life. And if we surrender to that and stop trying to control it on our own and allow what he wants for us, which is the best for us mm -hmm. to unfold, that journey can be so sweet. And it's bigger so, than so imagine it. When we, when we try to control it, we get a little piece of what our blessing would have been. But when we let him mm -hmm. take the wheel, but, but I love how you say fall in love with yourself because I know so many people who are so afraid and that are alone or single and still don't know themselves. And I was guilty, you know, most of my life, I didn't know me. I, I ran for, I, I knew what my mind was telling me, but I didn't have the confidence. And I let a lot of people talk me out of a lot of things that if I had pursued my visions, and I mean, I would dream visions, they would come to me. I would have ideas about books about, I mean, I've always had, I look back and I've always been this creative mind. And most of my life, I let people think, make me think I was different that something was wrong with me for never fitting a mold. I, I listened, you know, and I let them talk me off of all of these ledges and ideas. And I look back and if there's nothing else I can tell a woman is follow your mind and your gut and your spirit. It is called intuition yes. and it is a yes. From yes, talk about God. It. And, and, and that's why when you're talking about being 50, I need women to hear that you can get this before 50, but if you didn't get it, talk to Sherry because it's there to be got and, and, and the yeah. power in knowing yourself and following your vision and your dream. And, and it, and it's not a waste, you know, you talk about your relationship and how you knew him and, and all of that. And, and women get lost in their identity as a wife versus their identity of who they are. And, and that happens a lot. And a, a lot of people, for me, it's hard because I'm now married at a later age um, you know, again, for my second marriage, the first marriage, I kind of gave up on because I didn't even want to be married. I was doing it because that's what people do, you know, and I had to come to terms with that, that I, I sabotaged it from the beginning because I didn't even give it a chance. But that was because I didn't know what a marriage looked like. I, and I didn't right. have the maturity to go see and, and get help and, and understand what roles meant and what God had for me or what it meant to be a, a Proverbs 31 woman or a wife, you know, or to look for an Ephesians man, you know, like there's so many lessons that we don't get because we're not taught or because we're following societal norms or expectations, mm -hmm. or even our mm -hmm. surroundings, you know, we're not around the right people. But when you start putting those little things into place, Boy, does it all start to make sense. And I listen mm -hmm. to them, and this is why I want women to understand it doesn't matter who's on the call or what their niche is. We all have the same issues. We all face the same battles, confidence, adv advocacy, advocating for ourselves in our relationships, in our jobs, yeah. in the public, for our children. You know, it. We, we're going through the same things and it's just a matter of who you got on your team to go through it with you. Absolutely right. Absolutely. Absolutely right. That makes such a huge difference of your team. The people in your squad, honey, makes all the difference, yep. you know, because when you sitting on the bench 
and you need somebody to pass you that water bottle or throw that towel on you so that you can go back out on the court or if you you know to have a cut man in your ring that you know puts that push that piece of iron on that noggin on your on your head to kind of lower that swelling out of it and push you out there to keep fighting we That's all right. need someone in our corner for that or to you know and, you in and tag in and say i got you mm-hmm. i got you yeah you know and that's yeah. what it's about yeah. and we need each other we we can't do it alone we cannot we we certainly can't and I'll be honest with you, Anika, as I have mentioned earlier, it has been in this season that I had learned that. You know, I learned that in my 50 season because in, in previous years, from the people that I was around, I knew I was different like you. I knew I was different because I was always saying, we should lift each other up. We have yep. to be better. We have to speak life into each other. You but get then other people a little on bit the other that person too, because I was always like, what? What are you talking about? Why are you picking on me? <laughs> what, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, and they even say, you know, I, I, I can't tell you how many times I heard, Sherry, I knew you were different or you were always different. Yep. I've always been a person of wanting to, to seek that life or what can I do to support you? What do you need from me? But then you have other women and, and I grew up with these women and they were just not really seeing the good in each other or uplifting each other. And I was and and for some reason God just started moving me away from that. Yep. You know, in this season, he started moving me away from that. Till some days I was like, wow, these people have been on my whole life. I don't even, I don't rock with them. <laughs> you know, but there's women now that I've met just even in the past year of stepping out here into the purpose that God has given me right. through Rise Consulting in this second act movement. I tell you, women have been just coming out of nowhere and being such a blessing. And like I said, I've, I was having a conversation with one of my friends that I've known since I was 13. She also was labeled as being different. And we had that very conversation. I said, you know, it was just a shift of the mind and it was a shift of my environment and my team. You know, God started removing those people and then bringing the people that were supposed to be here but we just have to change our mindset about that. And I was like, wow, it really is good is women simple? out here. It's that simple. You know? It really is. It's that simple. It's and that I, simple. I, I struggled, you know, and I use the, I throw grief out there all the time. I have been grieving my old life and my old self. You know, even mm-hmm. and I'm struggling with a lot of health issues right now and even my diet, like, I do the new stuff, but then I pull back the old habits because I'm scared to let them go because I'm like, but then I'm not being loyal, you know, and, and you got to allow yourself to, you know, when you change your mindset, you can't, you can't keep tiptoeing back. You got to just step into the new you and step into the blessings because when you change your mindset, everything falls into place and you can't try to hold on to that pain anymore because you can't have faith and worry. You, you, you can't have them. They, they don't live, they don't live side by side. That's, that, it doesn't work. They it's, sure don't. <laughs> it's like water, oil, you know, and, and it's, but it's infectious. 
you know, when you, when you change your mind and you change your environment and you change the people around you, you don't even have to take that much effort to do anything else because the rest just falls in place. It sure does. It sure does. That is certainly the law of attraction. <laughs> it really is. And I, I hope that, you know, the listeners understand that that's all it takes. That's all it takes. It's the attitude, creating the life that you want and taking action. Because call that action. faith without work is dead. That's yep. I love that. So tell us the name of your business, what you call it, your, your seasons, and um, how listeners can find you. Sure. The name of the business is Rise Consulting. I'm Coach Sherry. You can find me on Facebook. I have a group page, Second Act Season. If you're in the St. Louis area, I am having my very first speaking engagement in the Second Act Speaker Series on November 10th in University City at the U-City Library from 10 to noon. Please join me. I'd love for you to be there. It'd be an honor. And listeners, I will also have her information on nobodygreaterinc.com. And also, Sherry, I hope you join CEO of She because I will be launching, I think, three retreats in the next year. And I would love to have you. I also would like to connect you with some of the other women in the group that, um, as I told you, are working in the same population, but some of them are even in London. And so, you know, listeners, I need you guys to understand that what we're doing here is not local. This is international. This is women connecting women, women helping each other with business, publications, newsletters, support, resources, no matter what it is, you're not alone. No matter what stage of your life you're in, no matter what your issue is, whether it be divorce, marriage, single parenting, raising kids, we've all been there. We've all done it. And some of us are still doing those things. And just because you see us um, running businesses or whatever, <laughs> don't think that it's not the same thing going on. It's just different, you know? But I tell people all the time, we don't have an HR department or EAP or PTO. We don't get time off. We don't get them paid days off. <laughs> we grind and we push. But when you are fulfilling your passion, when you are sharing joy with other people, it makes you want to get up and show up and show out. Absolutely. So thank you for joining me, Sherry. It was amazing talking to you and you give me hope. Thank you. I am so happy to have spent time with you. It was such an honor. I've enjoyed my time with you. And I would love to have you back in a couple of months when you can tell us more about your projects. And um, I want to keep in touch so I can let people know where you're going to be. And, um, and just any, anybody that needs any assistance um, with any information that she's provided and you can't remember her information, please contact me. I would love to link you with her. So um, for this evening, I am signing off, ladies, and I want you to tune in tomorrow. We will have another episode of Your Voice, Your Power. I'm Anika with Sherry. Have a powerful night. Thank you.